Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We're the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. And we are live. Live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, your comments, and your concerns. Our toll-free number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight. Three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone and let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. Well, in the Bible, once again, one of the most terrifying and horrifying scriptures is found in Second Thessalonians two and eleven, where it says, "God shall send them strong delusions." Question: What does the phrase? Strong delusions mean. And what can we do to avoid falling into this trap? Whether you're in the church or whether you're outside the church. Please join us now as we come to part 12 in this series entitled, Why Does God Send Strong Delusions? As Dr. Buckner brings us an amazing acronym for the word delusions. Stay tuned, for we are not pretending, we are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm blessed, and thank you so much for that uh, challenging and rewarding uh, introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry O. Buckner, and we know that you're going to be touched tonight by the Word of God. <clears throat> and um, as Brother Gary has said, uh, we uh, are going to do an acronym for the word delusion, and we want to encourage you to get your pens and your paper and get uh, this acronym down and uh, not only be blessed by it, but uh, share it with some other people as well. And we know that we've been doing this series on Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12, where uh, the Apostle Paul says, because they... Uh, rejected the truth that God shall send them strong delusions that they would believe a lie than the truth. And we see that that's going on everywhere you look in our world today, uh, from the White House, the church house, and those who have no house, it's going on. Now, let me say this by way of introduction, because this is a terrifying and horrifying acronym as well. And I pray for uh, an acronym uh, in my heart uh, to share with you, and this is what the Lord gave me because the acronym have a way of staying deep in uh, one's mind and heart and memorable way, and it's catchy as well. And uh, this delusion always begins with the first D, uh, the D in this uh, acronym for delusion. It has to do with uh, the devil. And so when you give in 
to uh, uh, or through this delusion, uh, that means you will give in to the devil because the devil is behind the delusion and confusion, and God is not the author of delusion nor confusion. And uh, these are the things that uh, comes from the evil one, this thing of delusion. We have to take it serious because it's no joke. We talk about the word delusion, but we got to look at it from a uh, satanic perspective because Satan is behind this thing of delusion. And uh, you can continue to stay in that state of uh, delusional thinking and stinking thinking and uh, Jesus is right. He says about the devil, because his goal and his objective is this. And found in John 10 and 10, Jesus said, The thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So he's come to steal, kill, and destroy. And he will start off with a delusion. And then that delusion can lead to death in your life. And see, that's another D that relates to this first one, because the devil's game plan is to bring death upon your life, just like he did in the Garden of Eden, you know. And God told our foreparents, if you eat of this fruit, you will surely die, because he knew that Satan was behind this game plan of death. So number uh, two the E in the acronym for delusion means when you give into the devil through delusion, then you are controlled by the evil, that, that uh, uh, letter E stands for evil, or evil demonic forces, and these evil demonic forces want to possess you, they want to control you, and they want to keep you blinded in a delusional state and a delusional thinking. So uh, this thing of delusion is an evil thing, and it comes from the evil one. And you want to make sure that your mind is not caught up into that way of thinking. Number three, the L in the acronym delusion means when you give in to the devil through delusion, he wants to take you away from the love he wants to take you, now that's the L, he wants to take you away from the love of God. Now, I have a lot of different L's under this this letter L. He wants to take you away from the love of God and then take you down with him into the in the end, in the final judgment, to the lowest parts of hell where you are, here's another L with this, locked in hell forever, eternally, and you will never be able to get out. And we see this example in Luke chapter 16 with the rich man, and he desired to get out so bad, to have, so he wanted to have his family warned to not come to such a place where they would be locked in throughout eternity. Now, number four, the U uh, in the uh, acronym uh, for delusion means when you give into the devil through delusion, you are under you are under demonic control of the devil, and under the demonic control, you are capable of doing anything 
and everything that is self-destructive to yourself, to your family, to your community, to society, and the world in general. That is why we see so many problems in our world today in the area of crime, violence, terrorism, rape, molestation in Hollywood and outside of Hollywood, inside of Hollywood, and everywhere else. Pornography, drugs, alcohol abuse, DUIs, wars, political uh, problems, all the way from the White House uh, to those who are in houses, rich houses, and the abortion and sex changes and division and chaos and disunity in the world and even in our churches. And even there's some churches under the control and influence of Satan and demonic influences. And he's come to bring that toehold, that foothold, and that stronghold. And he comes to blind people as it says in Second Corinthians 4 and 4, the Apostle Paul says that God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ should shine within them. Number five, the S in the acronym for delusion means when you give into the devil through delusion, then you become subject to his tricks, his tactics, You become subject to those trickeries of the enemy, and God commands you in Scripture. Here's another S uh, in relationship to this S. God commands you in Scripture to be subject to him and him alone. But the devil wants you to be not in subjection to Scripture and God alone, but he wants you to be subject to him and demonic influences. And so... Uh, The word subjection means, in Greek, obedience. It means that we are to obey the master, but Satan wants you to be mastered by him. And so you need to be in subjection to God, but Satan wants to take you away from that in this delusional thinking. When you get into delusional thinking, you're not subject to God. You're not subject to the Bible, what the Bible says, what the Bible instructs. You are subject to the game plans and trickery of the enemy. Number six, the I in the acronym for delusion means when you give into the devil through delusion, he makes you ignorant. Notice that word, ignorant of his devices. It says in 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 11, in 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 11, the Apostle Paul warns us about Satan, and he says, be not ignorant of Satan's devices, lest Satan should get you or take an advantage of us. And uh, see, Satan is uh, getting a lot of people who are ignorant of God's Word. I mean, it starts off with God's Word. When you're ignorant of God's Word, you're ignorant of everything else. That's why uh, we give in to the devices of Satan and the trickery of Satan, not only outside the churches, but inside churches. Satan is tricking people even in churches. This stronghold, this strong delusion— is in the lives of people in the world and in the church because they're ignorant of Satan's devices, and then it goes right back to being ignorant of the Word of God. It starts off with being ignorant of the Word of God. And let me say this. It's not bad being ignorant, 
But it's only it's because we're all ignorant in one way or another. It's only bad when you want to stay ignorant. That's an important point. Number seven, the O in the acronym for delusion. We're bringing this home almost now. The O in the acronym for delusion means when you give into the devil through delusion, you can never overcome. There's the word. You can never overcome the delusion in and of yourself. These delusions are very powerful. And the only, here's another O, the only way you can overcome These strong delusions is by the grace of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why John says, ye are of God. In 1 John 4 and 4, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Who? The demon forces of hell. You've overcome them. And Satan as well. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You cannot overcome this delusional thinking and the power of delusions by yourself. You can only overcome it through the power of the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit gives you power, you fit right under Romans chapter 8. We're not just conquerors. We're more than conquerors. So we need to cry out with that, oh, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, help me. Save me from this delusion. Uh, Take these shekels off of my eyes and my ears so I can be wooed by the Holy Spirit and see the light of God's truth. Number eight, and lastly, the N in the acronym for delusion means when you give into the devil through delusion, he never wants you, that's the word never, he never wants you to, here's another N, to realize the need for God. The Another end, the necessity for God. He never wants you to recognize you need a need for God and the necessity for God. And another end, he always wants you to say no, no to God. The main reason why strong delusions have come upon so many people in churches, outside of churches, in families, in the political world, religious world, cults and occult, is because they're constantly saying no. That's, and that's what the devil wants them to do, to say no to God. When you say no to God and you say no to confession, you say no to repentance, then the door is open to a delusion coming up on your life. And when a delusion comes upon your life, then it leads you to a delusional thinking. So next week, I'm going to say this in closing, next week I'm going to bring it to you talking about how we can deal with the first D, deliverance over delusion. But you got to have that need, that desire to repent. I'm say this and I'm done. The, a lot of people say, well, you know what? I'm going to wait till tomorrow. No, tomorrow is not guaranteed to you. I'm going to share a story with you and then I'm done. This is a tradition tells us, and this is a, like a story. It says the devil had a convention with all of his demons on how to pe- keep people from Christ. And all these demons were sitting around the table and they were trying to come up ways with how to uh, keep people from coming to Christ. One demon got up and said, tell them that there is no God. The devil said, sit down. 
Another demon got up and said, tell him that the, the Bible is not true. The devil said, sit down. Another demon got up and said, tell him that there's no heaven. And then he said, sit down. Another demon said, tell him that Jesus is not the only way. And the devil got up at the end of the table and he said, you're all missing the point. All you need to do is tell them that they have plenty of time. That's a trick of the enemy. You have plenty of time. You better accept Jesus while the blood is running fresh in your vein. Repent and turn to him, and he will forgive you and receive you and bless you and take that strong delusion off of you. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches regarding this acronym on delusion. Brother Gary. All right. Now is the time. Time to call in. The number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Grab that phone right now. Now's the time. Give us a call. Again, the number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecture Counselor, and Expert on the Cult, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. As Dr. Buckner mentioned before the break, it's time. Now is the appointed time. Uh, give us a call. We want to hear from you. If you need prayer, we want to pray with you. If you have questions or comments, if you're struggling right now, and a lot of us are struggling, and you need a word, you need some guidance, you need uh, some counsel, we're here to do that as well. It is so important that now is the time. If you are on the fence about where you want to, whether you want to serve Jesus Christ or not, now is the time to get off the fence and come on down on the side of Jesus and not the devil. As Dr. Buckton mentioned in his message, now is the time. Somebody, I believe, heard this message tonight and got saved. I really believe this is such a powerful message tonight, Dr. Buckner, that somebody got saved. Somebody heard that word and it knocked them off that fence. And right now they're repenting. Right now they've turned and they've turned their life over to Jesus Christ. And if that's you tonight, give us a call. We'd love to hear about that. We'd love to get you started on your road and 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 give you some um, materials as needed to keep you on the right track. It's so important. Now is the time. Now is the appointed time. Tomorrow's too late, and it's not promised to any of us. Well, we want to begin by thanking everyone for their diligent prayers. All things are possible with the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous. And we want to thank those who also partner with us over this week uh, to to give to this ministry. Gail and Mary, June, Diane and Ronald. Uh, we can't thank you enough for your support, your consistency, for allowing God to use you to be a blessing to this ministry and to those that listen to this broadcast. It's so important. Um, it does cost us 400 a week to stay on the air, and we need your help. As it stands now, we don't have enough money for this week's program. If you want to see us stay on the air every week, uh, we just want to encourage you. Won't you step up to the plate and help us out? Hit a home run for contending for the faith. We are listener-supported, and we can't do it without you. It's that simple. Um, if this program is important to you, and if you've been blessed by it, then consider not only praying for contending for the faith, but give your prayer some shoe leather and um, 
partner with us financially, there's two ways that you can donate. Number one, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much easier. Get on your computer, your laptop, your tablet, your smartphone, and go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and click on the Donate button, and it's that simple. And you'll be a blessing for time and eternity. You know, this is some critical time when we can't afford to even pay for this broadcast. So we're really in need of your support. We're really in need of your prayers. So consider partnering with us in this vital ministry. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. And you're so right. We need to have people to step up right now. This is a crucial time right now because we need to have that, uh, uh, you know, that uh, financial base for next week. And so we know that uh, God is going to move because he did promise us in uh, Philippians 4 and 19 that he would supply all our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So we trust that God will touch people's hearts out there and move in a mighty way. Well, what we're going to do right now, Brother Gary, we are going to uh, go to some of our callers. Yes, we have Lee on the phone first. Shall we go to Lee? Yes, let's do that. Uh, Lee, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. How are you? We are truly blessed, and uh, happy belated New Year to you, and we trust that you had a blessed uh, Christmas. I did with both. As a matter of fact, the last time I talked with you was just before Christmas, yeah. <laughs> and, and you were um, it, you had suggested something to me. But first, I wanted to tell you that it was very powerful to hear what you said about um, Satan saying that the biggest deception is there's no hurry. So with the other uh, demons that are coming up with all these ways to get people off base for Satan to say there's no hurry. That is so important. And the other thing that really I felt was uh, so valid is that everybody is ignorant. The problem is being happy staying ignorant. Mm-hmm. And, and that is just a huge problem because God must be important in our lives and we must um, have a desire to want to learn more about him and and um, each other, you know, I mean, that, that's life. And that's the reason for my call, because I had asked you about when did uh, God become or, or uh, be considered as the father to Israel, and you suggested that I get a concordance and go through the word father, and I did. I did a really thorough search of that. And I what actually, did you come up with? What did you come well, up with? I found it as early as Exodus when um, God told Moses to tell Pharaoh, uh, let my people go, and he said, Israel is my son. And so it wasn't as much God calling himself father as much as it was he identified Israel as his son mm-hmm. in Exodus. And, of course, it, it would ultimately be Jesus, but it also would have been, you know, the, the uh, Israel is yeah, my abs- son. That's what he said. That was the first uh, reference to a familial relationship that I was able to find, uh, rather than just... Israel being, I mean, um, God being a God to Israel, 
but to be father. Right. And see, this is another important point as well, that um, when uh, you look at the uh, the Jewish understanding of father, a father to the Jews was always one who possessed something Hmm. Uh, like, for instance, Abigail. Uh, means uh, a father as well, and in, in the sense of her n- name could be applied to uh, a father uh, in the sense of what she did and her work. Also, the uh, the name for Jesus in uh, Isaiah nine and six. You remember it says, uh, "Unto us a child is born, and a son is given, and mm-hmm. the government shall be up on his shoulder. And his name shall be called Father." Uh, yeah. everlasting father. So there's a passage there in reference to Jesus. Now, the mistake that the Pentecostal oneness make is that they try to say that Jesus uh, is literally the father. He, he took on uh, three, um, he, he wore different uh, three different masks. So at one mm-hmm. time he was called the father, another time he was called the son. So he wore the mask of the father, wore the mask of the son, and wore the mask of the Holy Spirit, but it's Jesus only. But what they don't understand is the uh, understanding of the Jewish culture and the Jewish idiom terminology. So in the Jewish mind, Anyone who possessed something uh, became the father of that. It didn't mean that you were necessarily the father per se, but you they understood it, the Jews, as being one who was literally the father of it. Jesus is the, the son uh, or God the son, but that title given to him as father of e- eternity means that he is the one who possesses eternity. So in the minds of the Jews, they understood the son to be a possessor, therefore the title for the mind of the Jews was that he was the father, so but not the literal father. So th- that's kind of like an interesting thing, too, to throw in the mix there, too, because in the minds of the Jews, anyone who possessed something, they, they thought of them as being father. So if you do a study of Abigail, you do a study of some of the people in the Old Testament, some of them are called, their names are called father of light and father of this and father of that, and some of them are even women. So Paul, literally, in the mind of Timothy and all them, they looked at them as a fa- at him as a father, but because he was a mentor, a spiritual father in the sense of that, but not a literal so it's uh, it's kind of interesting to throw that in the mix of it, too. I didn't know about Abigail's name. Um, I, I wonder, too, if it could be Jesus being the father of the church, because he's the head. Well, well, he, he's the head uh, uh, in terms of the church itself, because uh, but that's the, a different meaning. But uh, when you look at Isaiah 9 and 6, it's because in the minds of the Jews, uh, from the cultural perspective and even the term in, in the Hebrew itself, uh, anyone who possessed something 
they looked at it as the father of that. So that's uh, that's it. But you do a word study on Abigail and some of the other people, their names is related to as father as well because they possessed certain things and they were in charge of certain things. And in the minds of the Jews, they looked at them as like a type of a father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's I'll quite interesting. Thank you so much for the added insight. That's super. Yeah, and, and thank uh, you for your research, too, because yeah. that's some good research that you did uh, coming up with some of those things as well. I thought you'd like to know that, you know, I followed up on it. It, it takes some elbow grease, and you really have to work. But, oh, uh, yeah. It's so worth it. Because uh, it's enlightening. Oh, yes. Well, we we always appreciate you and your diligence and uh, study of the Word of God and your love for Him and what uh, you share on the airway, too. We always get blessed by you. So uh, thank you for always uh, calling in and uh, not forgetting us and calling in. And uh, keep doing that because we always get blessed by you calling in. Thank you so much. God bless both of you. God bless you as well. All three of you. You're a call screener, too. Yes, God bless you. (laughs) you. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. All right. We have time to go to Cece. Let's just do that. Cece, you there? Cece. Yeah. All righty. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. All righty. We thought we had lost you there for a moment. Uh, how How did you get blessed tonight? Uh, I got blessed in a lot of ways with the methods, but I, um, I like all the acronyms that you use, too. And I like the one when you, you talked about um, the E for um, evil, demonic, well, for evil, and how you broke it down with the demonic forces that want to possess you and control you and, and keep you blinded. Because I think a lot of times, a lot of people, even people in church, they, they're, they're so much looking at the physical. And, you know, there, there are demonic forces out here, demons, you know what I'm saying? And, and I like how, how you touched you touched on that. Yeah, I mean, you really did a lot more development, but I'm just doing a little, little sound bite. I really, I really like how, how you um, brought that home and how, all acronyms. I know kids can't go through all of them right now, but um, you, as usual, you did a really good job. I mean, it's excellent, man. I know God is using you. I like how you use um, the Second Corinthians and... Um, Two eleven, how you said we uh, not to be ignorant of its devices. A lot of times people are, ignorant, especially a lot of people who are in church because they don't really study or read the Bible and they don't understand about that. And, and that brings me back to when you had did that series on the full armor, and you said you know uh, to put your armor on. And it, I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot of it's a lot of jewels in that that message. I can't even touch on everything, but I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Brother CC, for your. Uh, sharing that, and did you get all the points for the acronym? Yes, I did. Oh, good, good. Well, it sounds like you have another question around Daniel. Is it Daniel 10, verses 1 and 2? Yes, it is. You know what I'm going to do? We enjoyed what you did last time. I'm going to let you do some uh, additional homework on this, Uh, and then Uh next week when we uh, you call in, uh, I want to see what you come up with, and then I'll add some uh, T-bone, spiritual T-bone steaks to what you're saying. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that because you know what you do is you making me work. And, uh, I like that. Yes. I like that. You're making me work. Yeah, so that's, I appreciate that. I would do that. Yeah, that's the purpose of it is to get you into the Word of God and get the Word of God into you. And uh, last time, I liked the way you you got uh, di- you dig deep and you came up with some nuggets and some spiritual nuggets. And I want to delegate again to you 
uh, on this as well, on verses 1 and 2. And let's see what you come up with again. And then uh, I'll just kind of like uh, add some additional things to that. I appreciate that. That, that. Hey, that gets me to working. I look forward to it. Thank you. I have no complaints here. Amen. Amen. And we have about a minute or two. Let me, uh, let's get your prayer requests. And then uh, we're going to have Brother Gary to uh, give a prayer around that. Okay. Pray for my family, my mother, my mother, Rosalinda, my mother, my father, and all of my family. And then also pray for me, too, um, on this Daniel chapter 10, because I'm going to need a lot of God's help with this. You know, these, these are some difficult verses right here. And if you can, also pray for um, the celebrity Jamie Foxx, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and um, Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, the, I see God has really given you a ministry uh, around, uh, you know, the Hollywood minds and actors, and we appreciate that compassion you have for them. And also, too, uh, make sure everybody uh, stay tuned because uh, what we're going to do when we come back from the commercial break, uh, Brother Gary Bell, uh, he doesn't know this, but Brother Gary Bell going to do a little teaching. He's going to give some feedback around the delusion and what he got out of it. He didn't know I was going to throw this on him, but uh, he's a pastor as well. So I know he'll be able to come back and just share about uh, what he got out of it. And I know you'll be blessed by that as well, because uh, we always get blessed by the feedback. So, Gary, let's uh, pray uh, for our brother Cece and his prayer request, and then look forward to you sharing a little bit when we come back. All right. Well, Lord, we just thank you for brother Cece. We just pray that you give him uh, supernatural wisdom, Lord God, as he searches the scriptures, Lord God, to uh, get his work, homework done. And we just thank you that he's always been um agreeable and and teachable, Lord God, that he would desire to take this on and and not run from it. And so, Lord, we just pray that you give him what he needs to get it accomplished. We also lift up his mother and family, Lord God. We pray for for the celebrities, Jamie Foxx, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and, and you know, so many others in Hollywood. As, as, as God, you are shaking Hollywood up behind immorality. We just pray, Lord God, as these people get shook up, that they would fall on their face and come to a saving knowledge of you. Lord God, touch their hearts. Bring people into their lives, Lord God. Let a new standard be raised in Hollywood even now that um, people would come and, and, and be saved. We thank you and praise you and give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Cece, for your call and thank your, you. and your uh, questions as well. God bless you. All right. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you tonight. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Give us a call. Don't be shy. Grab the phone if you have questions or comments. If you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecturer, Counselor, and Expert on the Cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That The number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. Pick that phone up. We have a few minutes left in the broadcast. It's not too late to give us a call. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. And once again, we just want to thank all of you who have been in continuous prayer for this ministry, Contending for the Faith. We thank you so much for your faithfulness and your prayers. 
We thank those who gave over the last week, especially for partnering with us financially. But we need your help. This is a crucial time. Uh, we need your help in order to just make this month's payments. It's so, so crucial for us to uh, know that you're out there praying and that you're also out there giving. It's a listener-supported ministry, and without your support, we're going to have problems staying on the air. It's just that simple. You may tune in in a week or so and discover that there's something else in this time slot if people aren't giving. It's that simple. If, you, if you've if you been blessed by contending for the faith, if you've been helped by contending for the faith, and you've been a longtime listener and you've never supported, now is the time. Now is the time to step up to the plate and hit a home run for this ministry so that we can continue to do the work that God has called us to do. There's two ways to donate. One is to send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California. That's spelled T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. And the second way is so much simpler. Just go onto your laptop, your smartphone, your tablet. Go online to contend to contending. Excuse me, contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org, and click on the donate button. It's that simple. And away you go. You'll be a blessing to this ministry. You'll help us stay remain on the air, and uh, be able to continue to do the work that God has called us to do. Doctor Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary, for those uh, challenging uh, words and announcements, and we uh, trust that people will be touched and encouraged to step up huge and knock a home run this week so we can continue to do what we're doing because the devil hates the contending for the faith. And uh, and we know that, as I said before, the ministry is uh, a vehicle, and uh, it can go nowhere unless the people put the gas in the vehicle, uh, which helps the vehicle to move. So you are the ones that put the gas in it, which is the financial support, so we can move and be here next week. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to, uh, uh, I guess we have a, a caller or uh, caller next? Uh, yeah, KT. It's the KT. KT, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, uh, brother. All right. Uh, this your first time ever calling in? Uh, no, I, I called uh, like uh, many years ago. Many years ago. Don't wait back so in the, back in the early days when you were first starting out. All right. Wow, don't, that is a long don't, time. Don't wait so long, brother. To <laughs> contact us now. You know, you get back in contact with us sooner now. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I know. I should have. That well, we sure up. appreciate your call and hope you're doing well and uh, God is blessing. Uh, yes, yes, he is. Uh, uh, I have a question, but before I have a question, I wanted to, if it's okay with you, to add a uh, a word onto your letter L. Yes, sir. Please uh, for your acronym. Yes. A- and uh, as you were talking through your acronym, I was thinking of the the word lure. L U R E. Well, you know what? That is an excellent one, and I appreciate that. And, and, and the reason why I said that is because you know how Satan lures us away from the truth. Yes. Through, through uh, different methods, lures us away from love. I believe you're ac- for love, for L was love, but, you know, Satan, that's one of his tactics is to lure us away. Absolutely. And uh, you're absolutely right. And so that's a really good one, and I think I will uh, utilize that as well. 
uh, within that uh, list of things that that'll just add more meat to it. So thank you for that. Are you welcome? Now, my question, I had a question. I wanted to know, have you ever heard of an evangelist that is headquartered or based out of Akron, Ohio, by the name of Ernest Angeli? Uh, uh, we have. We have okay. heard of him. I knew you probably have heard of him. But now, can you do you know anything about his ministry? Is it is it orthodox? Is it legit? Or is his ministry something that Christians should kind of like steer away from? Is there anything there that we should be aware of that ain't that's not right? Well, you know, that's a good question. You know, there's always going to be some things that uh, ministries like that is going to bring some truth. But the problem with a lot of the ministries like this is that they get influenced by word faith teachers. Are you familiar with word faith teachers? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, what he has done, what they have done is uh, is uh, utilize some of the word faith ministry teachings within their ministry, and that's the thing that makes it concerning and dangerous. Uh, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and 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 you know when the people talk about. Uh, by his stripes we are healed. Uh, people have to be very careful with that because when uh, Isaiah was talking about that, uh, he was talking about the ministry of Jesus Christ. By his stripes we are healed. And during Jesus' ministry, people were healed left and right, and it was the norm. And uh and under the apostles' ministry, and I do believe in healing today as well, um, because um, it, it lets us know that the in uh, Romans chapter eleven, the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable, which means it cannot be revoked, and it's uh, it's here today. And I'm getting ready to teach a class uh, starting uh, the 19th of February on spiritual gifts. It'll be the second part of it at the East Bay Baptist Association there in San Leandro, um, every Monday, uh, from seven to nine, uh, 30. And, uh, it'll be, I'll be also covering rewards, but this is a, a, a thing where people get to the point like this ministry that, uh, God guarantees healing uh, because by his stripes we are healed, and okay. healing is not uh, a, a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a benefit. So the in the atonement, the the healing is a benefit, not a guarantee. So there were times when people got healed in the Bible, and there were times when people didn't. We look at right, right, Timothy right. had a stomach problem. Paul had a thorn in his flesh. And, you know, over and over and over. And these people had great faith. But ministries like this is going to really tell you, oh, you know, if you're not healed and you're not uh, healed, it's Uh either you got a lack of faith or because healing is a guarantee. So I think that the real concern for this type of ministry is to be careful about the word faith teaching and the eisegesis of Scripture. Okay. Now, have you heard anything negative? about this man's or this pastor's ministry recently have you heard anything in the in the news or anything like that now, no i have he, not have you uh yeah because i i i just googled googled his name i'm very familiar with him from years way back because my mother used to follow him back in the day 
Because I know a while back there was a uh, one of the uh, it was a killing that went on with one of the volunteers back in 1999. Uh, but oh. you've you've heard something recently. Uh, yeah, well, it was printed by a newspaper in Akron, Ohio, which is where he is based from. Okay, uh, and what was and, what was well, that? Well, they had a, a lot of members began to leave the church because they felt like it was beginning to feel too much like an, a cult, mm-hmm. where uh, the 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 ministry wanted to control. Uh, they were exercising too much control over the members. And so that's why a lot of members started to leave. And so uh, there was a newspaper there in Akron, Ohio, that went out to interview uh, Pastor uh, Ernest Angeli and ask him about some of the, these accusations that some of the members were alleging and whether they were true or not. And some of them were things like, for example, uh, why are you telling are you, why are you telling your members that you shouldn't be getting married uh, or, have, you know, not to have too many kids because all of the money you'd be spending on them should be coming to the church? Mm-hmm. Or he was examining young boys' genitals, not, not actually touching them, but he wanted to view them to see for, for whatever reason he had. He wanted to, to just check them out to see. Uh, whatever you know, his motive was. But as a pastor, you're not supposed to be doing things like that. That's so true. They, they were just and, been and, hearing. And the pastor admitted that it was true, but he said, "I never touched them. I never examined. You know, I, I didn't put my hands on them." But he admitted that he was doing things like this. So as a pastor, and you're supposed to be a faith healer, and you got this big following reputation. It, it, are, are those evidence? that maybe this guy is not right? Yes, it is evidence that he's not uh, right. And the thing that's so concerning is like uh, like Henry Lyons, you know, well-known Baptist preacher, black Baptist preacher who was involved with, um, you know, uh, not only, uh, you know, taking advantage of people's money, but also literally yeah. involved with homosexual relationships. And yet the people allowed it to go on and he's consistently pastoring so the thing oh, is no. is that my concern is the delusion upon like i've been teaching on upon the minds of the people in these churches and pt boredom was right when he said there's a sucker born every minute i think there's a sucker mm-hmm. born every second and to see churches just sit back and allow this stuff to go on when they're hearing it and do right. nothing about it and, and not and, get out of there, uh, they're yeah. just as guilty as the pastor himself. And I told, and well, uh, the Lord warned us about false teachers and false ministers, people who will be, uh, you know, coming to you as uh, sheep in wolves, I mean, wolves in sheep's clothing, but you will know them by their fruits. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So if he's doing stuff like that, those are fruits that should warn you that this guy is not really legit. You're so, you're so right about that, brother. Okay. You're I, so I, right about that. And we're going to be praying right. for the people there. And thank you for bringing that to our attention, because we yeah. need to be hearing stuff like that, hearing about stuff like this, and yeah. because it's going on there, and it's going on so many other places as well. So yeah. thank you for that. And we will continue to be in prayer and call us back and, and keep us posted on how what's going on with that situation. I will do that, brother. 
thank you so much, my brother. And thank you for the uh, call and your uh, point along with that, too. Okay. All right, brother. Thank you. All right. God bless you. Okay. God bless All right. Gary, you want to try to squeeze in? Okay. We have Fred on the line. Fred, how are you doing? Hello, Fred. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. yes we can hear you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Praise God. All right. I'm glad that you... In. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm glad you called in. Uh, I don't know how much time we have. We got two minutes, so uh, let's get right to your point. Okay, I'll make it quick. Um, I just, I was speaking with a friend about the strong delusion, and I've noticed and I've realized that over the years, you know, growing up as as the dress code has changed, you know, um, and more uh, specifically how women wear such tight, pants now you know the, the the pants that are worn nowadays were the type of pants that they wore in the gym doing yoga and things like that and i just believe that it's part of a strong delusion that you know you that it's okay to wear these these revealing clothes the clothes that they wear is such a strong delusion you know and it causes men to look and fall and all of that, that type of thing and it's you know women put themselves out there and i just want to say to our christian sisters don't follow the world. Oh, Don't you're so right it. about that. And I want to add to that. The Bible talks about, and uh, what is it, Romans 14, that we are not to uh, create a stumbling block in our brothers and sisters' way. So thank you for that. And hopefully Amen. some people have paid attention. God bless you. And we're going to turn it over to Brother <clears throat> Gary. You got off the hook this time, but we'll get you next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dodge the spiritual bullet. All right. Well, <laughs> we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast. We'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. Um, Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you.